The information and views expressed by our host or guests on the Unlock Potential podcast are their own, and not a substitute for professional medical or fitness advice. Always consult with qualified healthcare or fitness professionals before starting any new exercise program or making changes to your current routine. This episode of Unlock Potential contains visual demonstrations and instruction. If you are listening to the audio version of our podcast, consider also checking out the video at thebriandelaney.com. So we see that we used to be able to do 100, we built to 150, and now we've fallen all the way to 50. And that's a really tough place for us to get mentally and emotionally. But if we can turn ourselves around and realize that there was something imbalanced about our training and that's why things fell off, if we can get honest about the way our body is feeling and design a program that allows us to maximize both the comfort zone and the effort zone, we can turn this ship around. Hello and welcome to season two of Unlock Potential. I'm Brian Delaney. Our focus this season is fitness. I'll be joined by Dr. Corey Duvall, who's going to guide us through his protocol for getting into your best shape so we can live our best lives and serve others well. Hello, and welcome back to season two of Unlock Potential. I'm Dr. Corey Duvall, and today is episode 12, where we're gonna talk about comfort zones, effort zones, and long-term progress. In our most recent episode, we talked about a step-by-step -step protocol that will help us recover best from each of our exercise sessions. Well, today, what we're gonna talk about is if all of that goes well, why it's important to sometimes really push ourselves and why sometimes it's important to find an inner edge where we restrain ourselves from pushing a little too much. As we work our way through the board here, this is long-term development. I'm gonna to talk, to talk to you about what this is gonna look like without numbers and then what the numbers can actually mean. So we have two different ways of uh, approaching this. This black line at the top is your absolute limit of what you can do. The red section is what we call the effort zone. This is when we have to put extra energy into our own resistance, whether that's fatigue, whether that's difficulty because the weight is heavy, or any other style of resistance that we start to feel. In the green is what is generally felt as comfortable. So what can we do and what can we accomplish in a way that still feels comfortable while we do it? It's generally easier to recover from something that was comfortable than it is to recover from something that took more effort and was uncomfortable. You can see this section here, if we do work at the edge of our comfort zone, our comfort zone can increase. Now, sometimes we think, oh, we've got to push outside our comfort zone in order to make progress. And that's not absolutely true. When we push the inner edge of our comfort zone, our comfort zone will increase. Now you'll see that our absolute limit has not yet increased. So we were capable of doing more and still being comfortable, but our absolute limit did not increase. Now because more work is comfortable, 
we don't have to dig through as much discomfort to get to our absolute limit. And as such, we're able to push even farther and increase our absolute limit here. Now, sometimes people do a little bit of work, find their comfort zone increases, do that extra energy, effortful work, see their absolute limit increase, and then they get really excited. It's fun to see your absolute limit increase. It's not quite as clear when your comfort zone increases. And so when people get too excited about seeing that absolute progress, they stop paying attention to the comfort zone. And as they push to their absolute limit, they start to see what they consider to be a plateau. But if they compare what was comfortable previously, because they're not spending time within and at the edge of their comfort zone, their comfort zone is decreasing. And so it's taking more and more work to match where they had gotten to. Then they'll start to see a fall off in their absolute ability because your body's capacity to push through that discomfort over and over dwindles. We often see this as motivational decrease. I just don't want to go to the gym. We sometimes see it as increasing pain and discomfort. Oh, I've got a joint pain. Oh, my elbow is bothering me after that last workout. Oh, my back is too stiff. I got to give it some extra time to rest. Well, what happens then is their effort zone continues to decrease. Their willingness to push themselves that hard decreases and their absolute limit decreases. Now, sometimes this is where people get stuck thinking, oh, I'm just getting older. They had a decrease in their absolute ability. Their willingness and motivation has decreased. And what feels comfortable is very, very limited. And they see themselves as just getting older. But in reality, what they need to do is to get back to increasing some of their comfort zone. And as they work to increase their comfort zone, their willingness to push themselves outside that comfort zone increases as well. And so a sustainable program will have you push your comfort zone as well as your effort zone to give you good long-term progress. We're gonna to start to apply some numbers to this as well so that that can help you actually lock on to what this means. In this phase right here, moving 50 pounds 50 times feels comfortable. And your absolute limit is 100 pounds being moved once. And so in any given day, you can move 50 pounds 50 times and you can move only 100 pounds once. And that's your current spot. And if you do this day in and day out of 50 pounds 50 times or something similar, your body will increase what feels comfortable, which means then 75 pounds for 50 times will start to feel more comfortable. Now, because you stayed in your comfort zone and you didn't push outside the comfort zone, it's still only 100 pounds one time as your absolute limit, but getting there felt easier. And because getting there felt easier, you're able to recover a little bit quicker and do 100 pounds once a little more frequently and your body responds 
by increasing its ability. Now up here, we're capable of 150 pounds one time. Now we've maintained 75 pounds 50 times as comfortable, but remember we got excited about seeing the 100 go to 150 and we stopped paying attention to the comfort zone. And so that starts to drop off, which means what was 75 pounds by 50 becomes 50 pounds by 50, which drops off even farther. Now we're down to 35 pounds by 50 feeling comfortable, but if we try to do 50 pounds by 50, it's uncomfortable. So the work to get back to repeat 150 pounds once takes a lot more effort. And because it takes a lot more effort, it takes a longer time to recover. And when it takes a longer time to recover, we start to lose that absolute ability. Now, if in this moment right here, we started to notice that 35 pounds by 50 is the edge of our comfort zone and started putting in more comfort zone work, our absolute limit would stay, our comfort zone would grow, and we would be able to shift that cycle and do some more progress in the future. But because we're not paying attention to the comfort zone, that falls off and our absolute limit falls off. And then we find ourselves in a place where 20 pounds by 50 is the edge of our comfort zone. Not the 50 by 50 that we started with, not the 35 by 50 that we had fallen to. We fell all the way to 20 pounds by 50. And now our absolute limit is 50 pounds only one time. So we see that we used to be able to do 100, we built to 150 and now we've fallen all the way to 50. And that's a really tough place for us to get mentally and emotionally. But if we can turn ourselves around and realize that there was something imbalanced about our training and that's why things fell off, if we can get honest about the way our body is feeling and design a program that allows us to maximize both the comfort zone and the effort zone, we can turn this ship around. And what that looks like is shifting 20 pounds by 50 back up to 35 pounds, back up to 50 pounds and 75 pounds by 50, and eventually 100 pounds 50 times feels easy. And when 100 pounds 50 times feels easy, we've got so much energy to push to that next level. Now we're all the way up to 200 pounds by one. And that's our absolute limit. And we're paying attention to the comfort zone and the effort zone in order to maximize our progress that can continue in the long haul. So you can see here that there is a natural rise and fall and that rise and fall can be adjusted if we pay attention to both our comfort zone and our effort zone. Check out the official Unlock Potential store where inspiration meets style. Explore our exclusive collection of gear inspired by the transformational messages straight from our Unlock Potential podcast. From trendy apparel that embraces the power of positivity to accessories that fuel your motivation. We've got something for every go-getter. Spread the messages of empowerment, energy, and motivation that you get from the Unlock Potential podcast by grabbing your gear today. Now I wanna discuss a little bit 
about the natural state of why the phrase, you've got to push outside your comfort zone, is so popular in exercise. I would have clients perform an exercise on their first day, and I would ask them to increase some weight, and they would move it easily. And I'd say, okay, because that was easy, let's go up a little bit more. And that would be easy. And I would say, okay, since that was easy, let's go up a little bit more. And at that point, they couldn't even budge the weight. So just a little bit more, and they couldn't even budge it. And I would say to them, hey, let's put in a little extra. And they would give it all they had, and it wouldn't budge. And it was just a small increase. We would go back down in weight, and they could do rep after rep after rep. Well, these people have a sizable comfort zone, and just beyond their comfort zone, they have very little knowledge of how to push themselves in the effort zone. And so these clients respond best by doing more effort zone work for a while. And as they push their effort zone, their overall limit goes up. Now I had other clients who would come in and I would say, hey, let's do this particular weight. And they would say, oh, that was tough. And I would say, okay, should we stop there? They say, no, I can do more if you need me to, just that felt tough. And we would add some weight. And they would say it felt tough, but they would accomplish it. And we would go up again and they would say that felt tough and they would accomplish it. And so on, they would push weight after weight. So much of the work they were doing felt tough, but they were capable of it. But very, very little weights were uncomfortable for them. This is the population where they can lift 400 pounds in the gym, but one day they bend over awkwardly to grab a pen and they feel a sudden strain in their back. They've got a very, very little comfort zone and a huge capacity in their effort zone. These clients respond best to doing a lot of comfort zone work to grow their comfort zone and then only occasionally push to those absolute limits so they can keep that capacity for 400 pounds when they need it but then raise what they can do comfortably so that it's not so tough to maintain that over time. You can see in these two examples that not everybody's training plan should be the same. Not everybody should be doing the exact same weights, the exact same repetitions, the exact same matches day after day, week after week. And in the Stay Active Method, we're gonna teach you how to read the signals of your body so you know when it's time to do when it's time to do comfort zone work, and when it's time to push to those outer limits. I appreciate you listening today. I hope this was a quick, comfortable, and obvious explanation of when to push ourselves and when not to. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel to get notifications about future episodes. Follow this up with a deeper dive in our Patreon account where Brian hops in and gives us his reaction as well as any other topics that flow from here. And tune in to the next week's episode where we're gonna talk about the natural rise and fall of daily cycles, monthly cycles, quarterly cycles, and yearly cycles so that we can measure our long-term progress appropriately. Join us on Patreon for an exclusive discussion with Corey about the content in this episode. Here's a sneak peek. Andrew Huberman talks about rising testosterone levels as making uncomfortable work inspiring. 
Mm. When your testosterone levels are up, you want to take on uncomfortable work. Yeah. It's uncomfortable and you love doing it. Mm. And so like there's this second tier of like, yeah, I'll take on that burden. Mm -hmm. And that's a totally natural thing. Mm -hmm. Take on that extra, oomph, that extra effort, be really uncomfortable. Now, when we're doing stamina work, we want to stay within and at the edge of that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And then when we take on strength work, we want to get uncomfortable and we really want to drive up in that direction. Yep. Really push towards those outer limits. And so that's our effort zone. Mm -hmm. So when testosterone levels come up and you want to take on that uncomfortable work, strength work is the time to do that. You'll be able to blast yourself. Mm-hmm. When you do that at heavier weights and higher intensities, it supports more and more testosterone production. Mm -hmm. So you feel good pushing yourself. You do it at heavier weights, faster speeds, but shorter durations. Mm -hmm. And you get this rising testosterone level without really amplifying the stress hormone. Okay. If you feel good, and you wanna take on that uncomfortable work and you do that in stamina at lighter weights and longer periods of time and you make that stuff uncomfortable, what ends up happening is you create more stress hormone and you break down your tissues more. And because the weights are less and the intensities are lower, you don't get that same boost in testosterone. Okay. So what you felt as a rise in testosterone, you wasted on lighter weights and longer durations. Yep. And when you waste it on lighter weights and longer durations, it drops back down. Mm -hmm. But if you feel it rise and you can restrain yourself in the stamina work mm -hmm. and then really push in the strength work, you're going to maintain that for the long term. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Unlock Potential. For exclusive content, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon. Follow us across all socials at The Brian Delaney and visit our website at thebriandelaney.com to shop our gear and see what's coming up next.